<laughs> What's going on, hardliners? Welcome. Not sure if you knew this, but we're in a war against an evil faction that just won't quit. But little do they know, with Christ Jesus in our heart, we will win this war because this is the Lord's fight. We are firm, we're steadfast, and we're uncompromising. As it states in Joshua 1.9, I command you, be strong and steadfast. Do not fear nor be dismayed, for the Lord your God is with you wherever you go. Welcome to His Hard Line. Let's get started. In America, the people govern, the people rule, and the people are sovereign. I was elected not to take power, but to give power to the American people where it belongs. And that is indeed correct. We are the plan, ladies and gentlemen. We are sovereign in this nation. And this is what we have to do. We need to get back to self-governance through the assemblies, the national assemblies. Donald Trump knew exactly what was happening, what is happening, and still is ongoing. That little snippet was from a speech he did to the UN. The UN had basically infiltrated themselves in every institution throughout the United States. Ladies and gentlemen, we're we're at a point in history that will be discussed and talked about for centuries to come. Just as we talked about our founding fathers and the founding of this nation and how it was established, we will be discussed in the same light in the future, in, in, in the very, very far future, distant future, long after we're gone. There is a faction in this country that not only wants to rule and control more than what they already had, but they want to exterminate humanity on a grand scale. Who's they? Well, let me play a little something for you. This is very interesting. Found this on TikTok. Give it a listen. State of London and the Vatican, a third city-state was officially created in 1982. That city-state is called the District of Columbia and is located on 10 square miles of land in the heart of Washington. 
The District of Columbia flies its own flag and has its own independent constitution. Although geographically separate, the city-states of London, the Vatican, and the District of Columbia are one interlocking empire called Empire of the City. The flag of Washington's District of Columbia has three red stars, one for each city-state in the three-city empire. This corporate empire of three city-states controls the world economically through London's inner city, militarily through the District of Columbia, and spiritually through the Vatican. The Constitution for the District of Columbia operates under a tyrannical Roman law known as Lex Ori, which bears no resemblance to the U.S. Constitution. When Congress passed the Act of 1871, it created a separate corporate government for the District of Columbia. This treasonous act allowed the District of Columbia to operate as a corporation outside the original Constitution of the United States and outside of the best interests of American citizens. A sobering study of the signed treaties and charters between Britain and the United States exposes a shocking truth. The United States has always been, and still is, a British crown colony. King James I was famous not for just changing the Bible into the King James Version, but for signing the first charter of Virginia in 1606. That charter granted America's British forefathers a license to settle and colonize America. The charter also guaranteed that future kings and queens of England would have sovereign authority over all the citizens and colonized land in America stolen from the Indians. After America declared its independence from Great Britain, the Treaty of 1783 was signed. That treaty specifically identifies the King of England as the Prince of the United States and contradicts the belief that America won the War of Independence. Although King George III of England gave up most of his claims over his American colonies, he kept his right to continue receiving payment for his business venture of colonizing America. If America had really won the War of Independence, they would never have agreed to pay debts and reparations to the King of England. When Congress passed the 13th Amendment to the Constitution, the U.S. President was made subservient to the King of England. The 13th Amendment is called the Title of Nobility Amendment and forbids U.S. Presidents and their officials from using royal titles like King or Prince or Baron. For some mysterious reason, the 13th Amendment, which was ratified in 1810, no longer appears on current copies of the Constitution. America's blood-soaked war of independence against the British bankrupted America and turned its citizens into permanent debt slaves of the king. In the War of 1812, the British torched and burned to the ground the White House and all U.S. government buildings and destroyed ratification records of the U.S. Constitution. One century later, a corrupt U.S. Congress committed the biggest theft in world history. They passed Paul Warburg's Federal Reserve Act in 1913, handing over America's gold and silver reserves and total control of America's economy to the Rothschild banksters. Most Americans still believe that the Fed or Federal Reserve is the government. It is not. The Fed is a privately owned banking system whose majority Class A shareholders are the Rothschilds, Warburgs, Kuhn and Loeb, J.P. Morgan, Rockefeller, Israel Seif, and the Lehman Brothers. This private banking cartel is the Fed and is never... So that's just a little kind of a general synopsis of what we're dealing with. 
three city-states. The Vatican, the British Royal Crown, and D.C. Now, if you listen to previous episodes, you'll know that I have said that the Act of 1871 has now been voided. By who? Well, by the Michigan General General Assembly. Which again, because of a breach of Section 17. And the people in assembly wrote to Donald Trump telling him, you need to dissolve this because they breached their own contract when they established the corporation and have completely usurped their powers and overall have been steamrolling us ever since. And yes, we are slaves to this system. There's a lot of people out there that are feeling very heavy right now. There are a lot of people out there that don't know what to do anymore. There are a lot of people out there that are suffering high cost and high inflation. And the inflation is going to keep increasing. And I don't say that to try to be, you know, I'm not trying to instill fear, but this is just kind of an unfortunate fact that we're all dealing with, me including. They have created a system to where they get you hooked on consumerism so you always buy the latest and greatest cars, toys, take the latest and greatest vacations and buy the biggest houses you possibly can't afford. But hey, that monthly payment is just low enough to where you'll be able to make that every month. That is until you get laid off and well, now then you can't make your payments and uh, well, now you suffer foreclosure and bankruptcy. They've created this crazy system. And when I say they, we might as well just say these satanic demons in D.C. They've created this system to basically get us in the you-know-where where they're grabbing so hard that we, we can't escape. Or can we? People are feeling the pressure. People are getting worn out. Over the last two years, there's been so many people that have been listening religiously to everybody out there in the truther community, and I say that in air quotes. But who's the one big truther that nobody really has been paying attention to? I'll give you a hint. His face is on the cover of the, uh, on the icon for this podcast. And that would be our Lord and Savior, Jesus Christ. Here's the thing. 
We the media just uh, posted a few days ago, and they said this, and this is spot on. They said, I know many of you have questioned at true General Flynn. Repost of his brother's post attached here, where it says, don't miss the point. I think his concern is patriots being lulled to sleep, thinking the military is going to rescue us and and place President Trump back in power before November 2022 elections. We must operate under the notion that it is up to you and me to save our country. What are you doing to help in local elections? Are you as fired up about November as you were in 2020? Immediately after Biden's inauguration, there were several new voices that popped up in the alt-right and patriot community who were given orders to confuse, discourage and divide patriots and prevent them from focusing on getting patriots involved in grassroots and local political movements. The plan of the Great Awakening has always been a call to action to we the people to take back our country. Yes, I believe the military is working behind the scenes, but we must assume it's up to us. I'm going to pause there for a minute. They are right. They are right on. Yes, the military is working behind the scenes. That's fact. But we must assume it's up to us. No, we cannot assume we need to take it upon ourselves as our duty and take back control. Continuing, believe me, I understand that last year has been hell for many patriots, and I know this has been one of the most difficult years of my life personally. I was extremely frustrated and angry about the election fraud in 2020, but I am confident there will be accountability and justice. I also believe we must continue to press forward and continue this fight no matter what. You are watching one of the greatest psychological and mental wars being waged against patriots over the last year. Perhaps even more so, this war is spiritual. The enemy wants you sitting on your asses, waiting on someone else to save you. Jen Flynn is a military leader, and he's telling you as a digital soldier to stop waiting for someone to save you and start doing the work to save yourselves, your families, your country. I'm speaking to myself as much as I am everyone else. What can we do at the local level to serve our country? That's all. Do you want to know what you can do on the local level? Listen up. It's called joining your local county assembly, your state assembly. I've mentioned this numerous times already now. If you can tell, the undertone of my of the of the since the starting of the show is I can't even really say serious because it doesn't even begin to describe it. When are you going to stop writing on the coattails of other people and start dragging the coattails? Because guess what, writing on coattails of other people, expecting that. Others are going to fix the problems that you're being burdened and uh, inconvenienced by. Stop. I'm going to tell you right now, stop. You need to get involved. We have almost, if not over 4 million people in this nation, 400 million people in this nation, excuse me, 400 million. 
We have the numbers. Unfortunately, there's too many self-involved and selfish people out there or too many people that are ignorant and stupid or too many people that are just asleep or all the above. Do you want to know how you get involved? First off, I'm going to tell you, go to www.national-assembly.net. Go find the forums. You can scroll down to your state, see if your state is getting anything going or settled. There's a lot of them that are getting situated and are putting out public notice. You can sign up for a free account that doesn't make you an assembly member, but you can sign up for a free account on the national-assembly.net web page, that, that site there. And you can start your own form thread. And yes, it's very active. Start finding people in your local area to join an assembly. And let me tell you something. If you don't know how to do it, there's a ton of instructions there to do it. But guess what? There's also people out there that are willing to come to you so long you have their numbers uh, of people needed minimum to start a state assembly. And they'll come to you. They've done it for Hawaii, among other states. Took eight hours. But here's the thing. We have to return back to self-government. Why do you think Kennedy was assassinated? He was trying to help America get back to self-governance. Why do you think 9-11 happened? I got news for you. Those buildings that came down in New York... That wasn't done by planes and terrorists. I'm going to tell you right now. You think this COVID-19 thing was something that just started from a bat in China from some wet meat market, whatever the hell it was? No. If I were you, I'd suggest go listen to that exclusive interview that Stu Peters did with Dr. Artis. An interview in which he put out the kind of information that many have already been murdered for. Trying to put that same information out. What's the meaning of the word self-government? The word self-government is of American origin. Its meaning is rational, candid, and manly conduct and independence in our concerns, which does not admit the, the interference of others. It is the fruit of liberty in America and is but very little known in Europe and Asia. What happened to self-government in America? 
Well, in America, our founders revolted against the tyranny of British rule and created a republican form of government whereby the power and authority is at all times and in all ways in the hands of we the people. In the design the founders created, there are three critical elements of self-government that we the people must execute or else the founders creation stands to lose its self-governing characteristics. And those three elements, those three critical elements of self-governing are assemblies, common law grand juries, and militias. Now, unfortunately, we the people simply stopped doing the work of self-government and allowed professional politicians and special interest groups to take charge, lobbyists, right? But now it's our duty to reestablish a Republican form of government gifted to us by our founders. Now with the assemblies, one minute before signing the Declaration of Independence, the king was the highest ranking sovereign in the system and is the highest ranking sovereign that gets to decide what is the law and what isn't law. Now, one minute after the founders autographed on the declaration, who at that point would be the highest ranking sovereign in the system? Remember what Donald Trump said in that snippet I played at the very beginning. We the people are the highest ranking sovereign because we are joint tenants in sovereignty. We must come together in assembly in order to create the explicit voice of we the people in order to instruct our representatives about what we want them to do and what we don't want them to do. And when we don't assemble, we create a vacuum for professional lobbyists, politicians, and other special interest groups to take, well, take the decisions that are in their own best interest, not ours. Why did the founders explicitly protect the right to assemble in the First Amendment? Well, I'll tell you why. It's because it's a critical function necessary to communicate the will of the people to our public servants. Again, you want to learn more, go to www.national-assembly.net. Do some reading, self-educate. Now, about the common law grand juries, also known as the 25 sureties of the peace, the common law grand juries comes to us from Article 61 of the Magna Carta in 1215 AD. Now, the common law grand juries has jurisdiction in both the common law and the statutory law domains and has three primary responsibilities. The first one is to protect innocent people from unjust charges from those in power. Second, the responsibility uh, from evidence given to it and from its own investigations make sure the right bad actors are standing trial and then to audit every branch of government to root out corruption. Now, as far as the militia goes, the founders clearly comprehended that a free society simply can't be free if there is an armed entity above we the people because due to human nature, It'll just be a matter of time before that armed entity decides that it will be more beneficial for it to take control rather than to be a servant of we the people. And over the last 170 years or so, we the people have been dumbed down through the public education system, a.k.a. the indoctrination camps we call schools, 
into accepting a set of privately owned for-profit corporations acting under the color of law as if they are our government. Remember, the Act of 1871, the Congress then created corporations and basically a different form of government, which was something that benefited them and not us. Remember, by the three city-states, the Vatican, the British Royal Crown, and D.C. Now, these unlawful corporations are acting on behalf of the elite banking families, the cabal, the deep state, and with the help of private sector corporations, harvesting we the people and our assets. This is, by definition, a fascist form of government. And it just cracks me up when people are like, oh, Donald Trump's a fascist. Really? You have no freaking idea what the hell is going on. But like I said, this is by definition a fascist form of government, not a Republican form of government that our public servants swear an oath of office to uphold. We must peaceably, peaceably, that's a very key word, we must peaceably stop the lawlessness with Harmful intent coming from our government against we, the people, by lawfully doing the work to reestablish our self-government. Now, I'm going to get a little bit further into detail in a later episode. I'm going to go over a, a compendium of our history here, uh, which is a, a summary, but it's something that will give you a foundation. If you haven't heard it before, I'm going to do another one uh, and give a little bit more clarity on on what what our history is and where we're at today and why it's relevant. But organized assemblies are being formed all across our country at both the state and county levels to reestablish the self-governance as described in our Constitution. And these assemblies act as the exclusive voice of we the people and are supposed to hold the de facto government accountable when they overstep their authority and violate their oaths of office to support and defend our constitutions, state and federal. Now, the assembly has the right to peacefully assemble, elect officers, vote to install a de jure governing body, and call a grand jury. And they decide on the proper redress of grievances and decide on the process and procedures and statutes and limitations of their respective county. They investigate any matter that affects the people and command the activity of the organized civilian militia to defend the Constitution against enemies both foreign and domestic. And, buddy, we have a lot of enemies domestically, and I got news for you, it ain't the Patriots. The Assembly is the embodiment of the government that draws its power from the consent of the governed. And the members may be the same who are called to serve on the grand jury of our peers that are in fact the highest court in the land superseding even the judgment and interpretation of the law by the United States Supreme Court. That's right. The assembly is higher than the Supreme Court, the United States Supreme Court. And the county assembly is nonpartisan and everyone can participate except two segments, public servants who take compensation from the public treasury and foreign agents like bar members, lawyers, attorneys. But this practice, unfortunately, had been lost over time, and with the de facto government services corporation, they've imposed so many socialist programs that the people have forgotten how to self-govern, thereby becoming dependent upon a system designed to remove our unalienable rights. And the assembly 
is the body and voice that empowers people to recognize that our rights come from our creator and are our responsibility. It is essential for the sake of our nation that we unify ourselves around core principles that we can all agree on. And the freedom to be ourselves with all of our unique attributes is the birthright of a nation without a royal hierarchy in place and where the sovereignty is held by the people. Now, so long as we do no harm to others, then we are free to decide upon and defend our individual way of life, forming communities and organizations that allow us to express ourselves in any way we see fit to fulfill our own happiness and, well, that of generations to come. This right is secured by the law of the land and is not given to us by any man, but by our creator and therefore cannot be taken from us by any man or de facto body operating as a proxy for our own sound reason. Now, in the system of founders gave us, our founders gave us the assembly at the county level elects delegates to create the statewide assembly. And assemblies are the lawful civilian authority to which the military answers. Remember when I said the military is working in the background, or at least from that We the Media post I just read off earlier? Yeah. The assemblies are the lawful civilian authority. And guess what? The military does answer to us. Now, that's not to say that we give them orders, but they do recognize that we are the highest authority in this nation now. Why do you think we're seeing so much stupidity in the news right now and why all these countries are trying to fund Ukraine? Because Ukraine is losing money. I got news for you. If you're sitting there saying, oh, I back Ukraine, there's one of two possibilities there that's going on with you. One, you're complicit in the crimes that are happening in that nation, which is impossible unless you're part of the cabal. Or two, you're just flat out ignorant and stupid. And yes, I'm just going to use those words bluntly. The states, and I got something to share with you as far as Ukraine goes, that'll kind of piece a little few things together here about what we're seeing today. But the states in turn elect delegates to the Continental Congress, which creates the explicit voice of we the people to tell our federal public servants what we want done and not done. So what's the conclusion here? Well, for our own benefit and that of our you know, posterity, if we want a chance to return to self-government of, by, and for the people, we must come together now. I mean now, right now, like yesterday now, and do the work necessary to stand up our country, our county, excuse me, our county and our state assemblies, our county and state common laws, grand juries, and our militias. Now, there is something interesting here now. Now, I kind of want to share an example of the lawlessness with harm, harmful intent from government entities. Now, on the topic of international child sex trafficking, we're going to just talk about that here for a brief moment because of everything that's going on with Disney and their whole grooming nonsense, you know, pedophilia bullcrap. I tell you what, I'm so glad so many people are dropping them like a bad habit. They That company needs to go down. We're going to see more come out on them. You just watch. Just watch. But here's the thing. When General Flynn was exonerated, his exoneration sparked document release 
releases leading to FBI and CIA international child sex trafficking operations. Now, the exoneration of President Trump's former national security advisor, General Michael Flynn, had sparked the release of his shocking IG documents that appeared to lead to an FBI, CIA international child sex trafficking operation. Wait a minute, Jason. Did you say FBI, CIA international child sex trafficking operation? You heard me right. I did not stutter. Yeah, the same uh, agencies that we were supposed to trust. Now, evidently, the state of Florida received detailed information and evidence that a Florida Department of Children and Families social worker named Bonnie Warner possessed child rape pornography of a missing five-year-old child named Haley Hallie Cummings. Now, Cummings was reported missing on February 10th of 2009. And an Amber Alert was issued, and the story swept the nation, national airway, airwaves, but the kindergarten kindergartner was never found. Now, today, the Pentagon Pedophile Task Force released an Inspector General document from the office of former Florida Governor Rick Scott that revealed that the state of Florida and, Florida and former Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi was aware of the child rape porn had been created of the five-year-old. It was alleged that on September 8 of 2015, Florida Attorney General Pam Bondi knew that the Department of Child Protection social worker Bonnie Warner had received evidence in the form of a CD showing Cummings private parts in a sexual assault. And the CD was never turned over to law enforcement, plus it was ignored and concealed by the state of Florida. Hmm. Yeah. And here's the thing. Now, the release of that document came as General Michael Flynn was exonerated. And all charges against him were dropped after evidence revealed he was framed by the FBI. Now, according to high-level intelligence sources, General Flynn was targeted by deep state actors like James Comey and... CIA director John Brennan because Flynn possessed a massive a massive amount of information regarding international tra- uh, trafficking networks involved in organized pedophilia and crimes against humanity <laughs> Disney and others there'll be more just keep your eyes peeled but evidence shows that Hallie Cummings was trafficked by the same FBI and CIA networks that General Flynn uncovered, which led to Jeffrey Epstein and babies being sold on the black market through, drumroll please, the Ukrainian embassy in Washington, D.C. Well, holy freaking crap. Let me just say that. Let's read that again. Evidence shows that Hallie Cummings was trafficked by the same FBI CIA networks that General Flynn uncovered, which led to Jeffrey Epstein and babies being sold on the black market through the Ukrainian embassy in Washington, D.C. Now, wait a minute. Now, all this stuff that's going on with Russia and Ukraine. Russia being an aggressor and being a, you know, Putin's a war criminal. No, he is not. 
when he said he has special ops going in there, that's a big rescue mission that was taking place. And unfortunately, I'm sure innocent lives, unfortunately, either got injured or lost their life. And we pray for those souls. But here's the thing. The Ukraine and the United States, they're both one. And they're both corrupt, evil they're the one country in the world that's the most corrupt, but also they're the one country in the world that, well, you can just adopt anywhere internationally from that country and not have the stringent rules and regulations that you have in other nations when you adopt a child. Why is that? Well, that was a very big child trafficking country. And evidence uncovered by the PPTF showed that Thousands of children were abducted through private CPS who partnered with attorneys and family court judges and were trafficked internationally. And some of the children were held and tortured in subterranean tunnels and bunkers. Do you still think that Ukraine is the freaking victim in all this? No. They are the big evil Satan acting like a little wimp, like they're helpless, and oh, we're being picked on by big bad Russia. No, don't fall for it. Do not fall for it. Here's the thing. I got something else I want to share with you that I found. Now, as far as the corporations, literally, I mean, <laughs> I couldn't believe this when I found this. Now, there are a ton of government agencies that tout themselves as, you know, legit government um, entities. And I think you'll be quite shocked at uh, a lot of the corporations here. <laughs> um, sorry, I'm just looking at something here. In the United States government, you got the Department of Defense, and they have a, a Dunn's corporate number. The Department of Treasury, you got the Department of Justice, the Department of State, the Health and Human Services, the Department of Education, Department of Energy, the Department of Homeland Security, Department of Interior, the Department of Housing and Urban Development, the Department of Veteran Affairs, the U.S. Transportation Secretary Administration, U.S. Federal Aviation Administration, the Bureau of Customs and Border Protection, Federal Bureau of Immigration and Customs Enforcement. What else do we have here that are actually corporations and they have uh, corporate numbers to them? The U.S. Environmental Protection Agency, the National Aeronautics and Space Administration, NASA, National Oceanic and Atmospheric Administration, NOAA. Um, then there's the NRC, the FEMA, FCC, the SEC, the USPHS, which is the U.S. Public Health Services, the NIH, the CDC, the FDI, the, IR, the IRS, the Fed, the FBI, NSA, DEA, BAFT, 
which is the Federal Bureau of Alcohol, Firearms, and Tobacco. You got BLM, Bureau of Land Management. No, not Black Lives Matter. But then again, I'm sure they are also a corporation as well. And then you got the Bureau of Indian Affairs, BIA. All of these are corporations and they all have Dunn's corporate number. Hmm. Did you know all that, all those, all those organizations take our tax dollars to fund them? Did you know that? This is that slavery system that I was talking about. Mm-hmm. We are slaves to the system, make no mistake. Now, I got something I want you to listen to. There was a speech that Patrick Henry made March 23rd of 1775. Maybe you've heard it, maybe you didn't. It's the famous speech where at the very end he says, give me liberty or give me death. I want you to take a listen to the production that I made of that speech because that speech is just as relevant now as it was then. I want you to pay attention. Listen. No man thinks more highly than I do of the patriotism as well as abilities of the very worthy gentlemen who have just addressed the house. Different men often see the same subject in different lights, and therefore I hope it will not be thought disrespectful to those gentlemen if entertaining as I do opinions of a character very opposite to theirs. I shall speak forth my sentiments freely and without reserve. This is no time for ceremony. The question before the house is one of awful moment to this country. For my own part, I consider it as nothing less than a question of freedom or slavery. In proportion to the magnitude of the subject ought to be the freedom of the debate. It is only in this way that we can hope to arrive at truth and fulfill the great responsibility which we hold to God and our country. Should I keep back my opinions at such a time through fear of giving offense, I should consider myself as guilty of treason towards my country and of an act of disloyalty toward the majesty of heaven which I revere above all earthly kings. Mr. President, it is natural to man to indulge in the illusions of hope. We are apt to shut our eyes against a painful truth and listen to the song of that siren till she transforms us into beasts. Is this the part of wise men engaged in a great and arduous struggle for liberty? Are we disposed to be of the number of those who, having eyes see not and having ears hear not, the things which so nearly concern their temporal salvation? For my part, whatever anguish of spirit it may cost, I am willing to know the whole truth, to know the worst, and to provide for it. I have but one lamp by which my feet are guided, and that is the lamp of experience. I know of no way of judging of the future, but by the past. In judging by the past, I wish to know what there has been in the conduct of the British ministry for the last 10 years to justify those hopes with which gentlemen have been pleased to solace themselves and the house. 
Is it that insidious smile with which our petition has been lately received? Trust it not, sir. It will prove a snare to your feet. Suffer not yourselves to be betrayed with a kiss. Ask yourselves how this gracious reception of our petition comports with those warlike preparations which cover our waters and darken our land. Are fleets and armies necessary to a work of love and reconciliation? Have we shown ourselves so unwilling to be reconciled that force must be called in to win back our love? Let us not deceive ourselves, sir. These are the implements of war and subjugation, the last arguments to which kings resort. I ask, gentlemen, sir, what means this martial array? If its purpose be not to force us to submission, can gentlemen assign any other possible motive for it? Has Great Britain any enemy in this quarter of the world to call for all this accumulation of navies and armies? No, sir, she has none. They are men for us. They can be men for no other. They are sent over to bind and rivet upon us those chains which the British ministry have been so long forging. And what have we to oppose to them? Shall we try argument? Sir, we have been trying that for the last 10 years. Have we anything new to offer upon the subject? Nothing. We have held the subject up in every light of which it is capable, but it has been all in vain. Shall we resort to entreaty and humble supplication? What terms shall we find which have not been already exhausted? Let us not, I beseech you, sir, deceive ourselves. Sir, we have done everything that could be done to avert the storm which is now coming. We have petitioned, we have remonstrated, we have supplicated, we have prostrated ourselves before the throne, and have implored its interposition to arrest the tyrannical hands of the ministry and parliament. Our petitions have been slighted, our remonstrances have produced additional violence and insult. Our supplications have been disregarded, and we have been spurned with contempt from the foot of the throne. In vain, after these things, may we indulge the fond hope of peace and reconciliation. There is no longer any room for hope, if we wish to be free. If we mean to preserve inviolate those inestimable privileges for which we have been so long contending. If we mean not basely to abandon the noble struggle in which we have been so long engaged, in which we have pledged ourselves never to abandon until the glorious object of our contest shall be obtained, we must fight. I repeat it, sir, we must fight. An appeal to arms and to the God of hosts is all that is left us. They tell us, sir, 
that we are weak, unable to cope with the formidable and adversary. But when shall we be stronger? Will it be next week or next year? Will it be when we are totally disarmed? And when a British guard shall be stationed in every house? Shall we gather strength by irresolution and inaction? Shall we acquire the means of effectual resistance by laying supinely on our backs and hugging the delusive phantom of hope until our enemy shall have bound us hand and foot? Sir, we are not weak if we make a proper use of those means which the God of nature hath placed in our power. The millions of people armed in the holy cause of liberty and in such a country as that which we possess are invincible by any force which our enemy can send against us. Besides, sir, we shall not fight our battles alone. There is a just God who presides over the destinies of nations and who will raise up friends to fight our battles for us. The battle, sir, is not the strong alone. It is to the vigilant, the active, the brave, Besides, sir, we have no election. If we were base enough to desire, it is now too late to retire from the contest. There is no retreat but in submission and slavery. Our chains are forged. Their clanking may be heard on the plains of Boston. The war is inevitable. And let it come. I repeat it, sir. Let it come. It is in vain, sir. To extenuate the matter, gentlemen, may cry peace, peace, but there is no peace. The war is actually begun. The next gale that sweeps from the north will bring to our ears the clash of resounding arms. Our brethren are already in the field. Why stand we here idle? What is it that gentlemen wish? What would they have? Is life so dear or peace so sweet as to be purchased at the price of chains and slavery? Forbid it, almighty God. I know not what course others may take, but as for me, give me liberty or give me death. Give me liberty or give me death. Fortunately, we're in a point in history where it really shouldn't come to death. But here's the thing. I mean, there are a lot of people losing their lives right now because of this injection. Because of suicide. From the psychological warfare that's being waged on the population of America. But here's the thing, give me liberty or give me chains to continue to be enslaved and fall further into enslavement, into a tyrannical dictatorship. Because that is where we're headed if we do not 
clean this up. Now, fortunately, we are in a pretty pretty decent situation where the assemblies of people that are f- still forming, and we have a pretty good foundation right now, actually a very solid one. What we need is more people to wake up and to join the assemblies in more of their states and counties. The military is under the control of the people, and they're in constant contact with the assemblies to get a status update of where we are at. But unfortunately, there's still too many of us out here, collectively, still asleep, still ignorant, still caught up in our social media and ourselves, and we don't want to be a part of the solution. We just want to keep listening to these truthers out here, like SGT Report, and and We Know, and Bards FM, and all these other people out here, you know, uh, Mike Adams with... uh, you know, Health Ranger Report and Simon Parks and Charlie Ward and all these different people out here. Listen, am I saying the people I just listed are bad? No, but it is kind of interesting, though, that when COVID came about in 2020, all of a sudden all these truthers in the patriot movement just popped up out of nowhere, like like it was described in the uh, post that I read by uh, We The Media. All of a sudden, all these patriot you know, podcasters started coming out of thin air and they started giving dates and they started giving predictions and they started making promises, empty false promises. And what they were doing is they were getting the hope up of the American people believing, making the American people believe that there is going to be some knight in shining armor that's going to come in on a big white horse that's going to save us all. Well, I got news for you. It's not going to be the case. Now, the military is keeping things at bay. And when I say keeping things at bay, keeping the peace, keeping the calm, believe it or not. And you may not see it or believe it, but if we didn't have the military right now and take took, taken back the military out of the UN's authority, and now we have it under the authority of the American people, let me tell you something, we'd be in a world of hurt right now. But see, in order to return to the de jure self-governance which is a constitutional Republican form of government, we need more people in the assembly. So again, what's the action item? Well, first off, share this podcast, this particular episode, with 10 friends and family members on your social media, email, text, or just word of mouth. Tell them, go to www.hishardline.com. Go listen to the podcast. Listen to the one that we are the plan. Because here's your next item after you have found this podcast. Go to www.national-assembly.net and go into your forums and find your state and see if your state is settled or if your county is settled. And if it's not, you can create a free account so you can open up a thread, start a thread, so you can start communicating with people in your local area. And there are people from other states like Michigan and Alaska that will help come down, get your state formulated and situated. It is a process. It doesn't just happen overnight. Heck, it doesn't even happen over one month. It's a process. But we need more people awake. We need more people to get their dig their heels in and don't mind getting dirty because let me tell you, it's it's not a silver bullet one 
one you know shot fixes it all. It's just not how that works. It's time to become part of the plan. We are the plan. We've been psychologically screwed the last two years. And I know it's hard to figure out who do I trust, who do I trust. Well, I'm going to tell you right now. You don't have to trust me, but I'm going to tell you right now. I'm not bought and paid for by anybody. I am just a pissed off patriot, American sovereign national that is here to get this information out, spread the word of God, and spread the education and knowledge about the assemblies so we can get this growing in a constitutional manner so we can take back this nation once and for all. Stop relying on other people. Get involved on your local level. All right, we're approaching an hour. We're going to cut this short. Remember, share this podcast far and wide. Tell people about my website. That's where you can listen to the podcast there as well, www.hishardline.com. And I'm also on Telegram. Go find me, His Hardline Show. Go find me and join the channel. That's all I got for you. I wish all of you a blessed night. Let's get rocking on this. There's no time to waste. Ladies and gentlemen, that's it for the day. That concludes our discussion. Remember, remember, it's all about being firm, steadfast, and uncompromising. Our job here is to expand the kingdom of our Heavenly Father. listening to His Heartline, and don't forget to visit us at www.hisheartline.com. Until then or the next time, we'll see you then. God bless.